Okay, welcome to episode 10. Alright, so without further ado, let's start with our first set of questions. Okay, so first question is, Sirio is registered is the registered owner of a 500 square meter land. His friend Marcelo, who has long been interested in the property, succeeded in persuading Sirio to sell it to him. On June 2, 2012, they agreed on the purchase price of 600,000 and that Sirio would give Marcelo up to June 30, 2012, within which to raise the amount, uh, that amount, that particular amount. Marcelo, in the light tone usual between them, said they should seal their agreement through a case of Jack Daniels Black and 5,000 Pulutan money which he immediately handed to Sergio and which the latter accepted. Okay. And then, uh, after that, after accepting the offer, uh, Sergio decided to withdraw his offer. No, uh, That was after he confirmed accepting it. No, on June 15, 2013, Sergio learned of another buyer. Suspatay na. Okay, he learned of another buyer. Okay, uh, and then Roberto, who was offering 800000 in ready for cash for the land. When Roberto confirmed that he could pay in cash as soon as Sergio could get the documentation ready, Sergio decided to withdraw his offer to Marcelo, hoping to just explain matters to his friend. Marcelo, however, objected when the withdrawal was communi- communicated to him. Taking the position that they have a firm and a binding agreement, no, over the Jack Daniels, uh, uh, wine that they they drank together, and uh, the five thousand pulutan money. However, uh, in this case, Marcelo objected when the withdrawal was con- communicated to him. Taking the position that they have a firm and binding agreement that Sergio cannot simply walk away from because he has an option money. Option to buy that is duly supported by a duly accepted valuable consideration. Does Marcel, Marcelo have the cause of action against Serio? Okay, again, the question is, does Marcelo have a cause of action against Serio? Okay, the answer is yes. No? Yes. Serio has a cause of action against Serio. Uh, Marcelo has a cause of action against Serio. Under Article 1324, when the offerer has allowed the offeree a certain period to accept, the offer may be withdrawn at any time before acceptance by communicating such withdrawal except when the option is founded upon a consideration as something paid or promised. An accepted unilateral promise to buy or to sell a determinate thing for a price certain is binding upon the promiser if the promise is supported by consideration distinct from the price. So in this case, we have the bottle of Jack Daniels Black and the Pulutan, which is 5,000. Okay. And then, uh, this is according to Article 1479, no? An accepted uni- unilateral promise to buy or to sell a determinate thing for a price certain is binding upon the promisor. If the promise, if the the... The condition here is that if the promise is supported by a consideration distinct from the price. Consideration is an option contract, maybe anything of value, like in sale, where it must be the price certain in the money or its equivalent. 
So please, you can read the case of San Miguel Properties Incorporated versus Spouse and then Wang uh, versus uh, Spouse Wang. No, uh, a case decided in July 31, 2000. Here, the ease of Jack Daniels Black and the 5,000 pulutan money was a consideration to seal their agreement. An agreement that Marcelo is given until June 30, 2012 to buy the parcel and land. Parcel of land. There is also no showing that such consideration will be considered part of the purchase price. Thus, serious unilateral withdrawal of the offer violated the option contract between him and Marcelo. Alright. Let's proceed to another question. Okay. Philworld, a POEA license agency, recruited and deployed Mike with its principal, Delta Construction Company in Dubai, for two year for a two-year project. After he had worked for a year, Delta and Philworld terminated for unknown reason. No, walang rason. <laughs> after he had worked for a year, no, and again. After he had worked for a year, Delta and Philworld terminated for a known reason their agency agreement. Delta stopped paying Mike's salary. When Mike returned to the Philippines, he sued both Philworld and Delta for unpaid salary and damages. May Philworld, the agency, be held liable. Okay, so again, uh, the the agent here, no, Philworld, a POA license agency, recruited and deployed Mike with its principal. The principal is the Delta Construction Company, which is the bigger company in Dubai. Um, okay. Uh, for a two-year project. After he had worked for a year, Delta and Phil were terminated for a known reason their agreement. Delta stopped paying Mike's salary. When Mike returned to the Philippines, he sued Phil World, no, the POA license agency, and Delta for unpaid salary damages. May Phil World the agency be held liable. Okay? The answer to this is yes, since the agency is equally liable with the foreign principal despite the termination of their contract between them. So please read the case of the theory of imputed knowledge. Okay? Uh, I mean, the doctrine of uh, imputed knowledge. Okay? Let's proceed to the next question. Okay, on June 15, 1995, Jesus sold a parcel of registered land to Jaime. On June 30, 1995, he sold the same land to Jose. <laughs> Who has the better right? If, now letter A, the first sale is registered ahead of the second sale with knowledge of the latter and why. So the first condition is that uh, here we have a double sale. No? Jesus is the owner of the land and he... Uh, it was a registered land actually. On June 30, 1995, he sold the same to Jose. No? Uh, at first, on June 15, 1995, he sold it on uh, to Jaime. And on June 30, 1995, he sold it to Jose. Who has the better right if the first sale is registered ahead of the second sale with knowledge of the latter and why? Okay, and then what? who has the better right if the second sale is registered 
ahead of the first sale with knowledge of the latter and why. Okay, let's start with the first question. Okay, who has the better right if the first sale is registered ahead of the second sale? So, yung nauna, una talaga, ahead of the second sale, with knowledge of the latter. So, who is the latter? The second sale. The first buyer has the better right. If his sale was first to be registered even though the first buyer knew of the second sale, the fact that he knew the second sale uh, at the time of his registration does not make him as acting in bad faith because the sale to him was ahead in time. Hence, has a priority in right. What creates bad faith is the case of double sale of land is knowledge of the previous sale. Okay? So, that's for the first question. Let's proceed to the next question. What if the second sale is registered ahead of the first sale with knowledge of the latter and why? The first buyer is still to be preferred. Now, when the second sale is registered ahead of the first sale but with the knowledge of the latter, this is because the second buyer who at the time he registered his sale knew that the property had already been sold to someone else acted in bad faith. Again, in the second condition, the first buyer uh, is still to be preferred. Preferred when the second sale is registered ahead of the first sale with knowledge of the latter. Okay, And the reason for that is because the first buyer is uh, still to be preferred because the second sale is registered ahead of the first sale but with the knowledge of the latter. This is because the no, second buyer who at the time he registered his sale knew that the property had already been sold to someone else. He acted actually in bad faith. No, you look at Article 1544 of the Civil Code. Okay. Okay, next question. Nante, a registered uh, owner of a parcel of land in Quezon City, sold the property to Monica under a deed of sale which reads as follows, that for in consideration of the sum of 500,000 pesos, a value to be paid and delivered to me and receipt of which shall be acknowledged by me to the full satisfaction of Monica referred to as Vendi, I hereby sell, transfer, seed, convey, and assign as by this presence I do have sold, transferred, seeded, conveyed, and assigned a parcel of land covered by TCT number 2468 in favor of the Vendi. After delivery of the initial payment of 100,000 pesos, Monica immediately took possession of the property. Five months after, five months after, Monica failed to pay the remaining balance of the purchase price. Nante filed an action for the recovery of the possession of the property. Nante alleged that the agreement was one to sell, which was not consummated as the full contract price was not paid. Is the contention of Nante tenable? Okay, what do you think? The answer is no. The contention of Nante is not tenable. The deed itself states that for consideration received, he sells, transfers, and conveys the land to Monica and there was delivery of the property to the latter. The contract is clearly one of sale as there was no reversion of the ownership on the part of the seller, Nante. The non-payment of the price in a contract of a sale would only entitle the seller to rescind the contract but it does not thereby prevent the transfer of ownership particularly so as the case where there was already delivery to the buyer. All right.
Okay, let's proceed to another question. Okay, next question. Recap petitioned for annulment of a, teen, a 10-year-old marriage to Richard. Again, uh, recap petition for an uh, for the annulment of a 10-year-old marriage to Richard. Richard hired attorney Cruz to represent him in the proceedings. In payment of attorney Cruz's acceptance and legal fees, Richard conveyed to attorney Cruz a parcel of land in Taguig that he recently purchased with his lotto winnings. The transfer documents were duly signed and attorney Cruz immediately took possession by fencing off the property's entire perimeter. Desperately needing money to pay for his mounting legal fees and his other needs and despite the transfer to attorney Cruz, Richard offered the same parcel of land for sale to the spouses Garcia. After inspection of the land, the spouses considered it a good investment and purchased it from Richard. Immediately after the sale, the spouses Garcia commenced the construction of a three-story building over the land. But they were prevented from doing this by attorney Cruz who claimed that he has a better right in the light of prior conveyance in his favor. Is attorney Cruz's claim correct? Again, let's read the question. Rica petitioned for the annulment of 10-year-old marriage to Richard. Richard hired attorney Cruz to represent him in the proceedings. So attorney Cruz is the lawyer here. In payment for attorney Cruz's acceptance and legal fees, Richard conveyed to attorney Cruz a parcel of land uh, in Taguig that he recently purchased in his lotto winnings. The transfer documents were duly signed and attorney Cruz immediately took possession, possession by fencing off the property's entire perimeter. Desperately needing money to pay for his mounting legal fees and his other needs and despite the transfer to attorney Cruz, Richard offered the same parcel of land for sale to spouses Garcia. So he also sold it to another set of party. And that's spouses Garcia. After inspection of the land, the spouses considered it as a good investment and purchased it from Richard. Immediately after the sale, the spouses Garcia commenced the construction of a three-story building over the land. But they were prevented by doing... So, by attorney Cruz, who claimed he has the better right in light of the prior conveyance uh, for uh, in his favor. Is attorney Cruz's claim correct? Okay. No, attorney Cruz is not correct. At first glance, it may appear that attorney Cruz is the one who has the better right uh, since he first took possession of the property. However... Take note, a lawyer is prohibited under Article 1491, that's 1491 of the civil, the civil Code, from acquiring the property and rights which may be object of any litigation in which they may take part by virtue of their profession. Well, the suit for annulment and marriage, and, and it may be argued that the land itself is not the object of the litigation, the annulment of marriage, if granted, will carry with it the liquidation of the absolute community or conjugal partnership of the spouses, as the case may be. So see Article 50 in relation to Article 43 of the Family Code. Richard purchased the land with his lotto winnings during the pendency of the suit for annulment, and on assumption that the parties are governed by the regime of absolute community or conjugal partnership. Winnings from gambling or betting will form part thereof. Also, since the land is part of the absolute community or conjugal partnership of Richard and Rika, 
it may not be sold or alienated without the consent of the latter. And any disposition or encumbrance of the property of the community of conjugal property without the consent of the other spouse is void. You look at Article 96 and Article 124 of the Family Code. Okay. That's clear enough. Let's proceed now to the next question. Okay, very simple question. Define positivist uh, of realist theory. Now, what is the positivist of the realist theory? Okay. The answer is that man, uh, in this theory, the positivist of realist theory, man is inherently good. But the offender, the offender himself, is socially sick. No? The basis is the sum of social economic phenomena which condition man to do wrong in spite of or contrary to his volition. The purpose of penalty is reformation. So we want the person to change. And the emphasis is on offense and not on the offender. Again, uh, this theory is very idealistic. No, He thinks of man as inherently good and good by na- nature. But the problem here is that in our society, the offender is socially sick. No, he is the person who has problems. No, in terms of its social nature, and the basis is the sum of social and economic phenomena which condition man to do wrong. So there are there is an interplay of social and economic factors that led man to do wrong, in spite of contrary. Uh, but this is actually. In not in accordance to his nature and his volition. Okay? So the purpose of penalty is reformation. We want the person to change and to go back to his real nature as inherently good. No? And not uh, not on the offender. No? We focus not on the, uh, on the person but on the offense itself. Okay? So that's the positivist or realist theory. Okay? Let's proceed now to the next question. Okay, the next question is, enumerate at least four policies enshrined in Section 3, Article 13 of the Constitution that are not covered by Article 3 of the Labor Code in the Declaration of the Basic Policy. Again, enumerate at least four policies enshrined in Section 3, Article 13 of the Constitution that are not covered by Article 3 of the Labor Code in the Declaration of the Basic Policy. What is the answer? No, what is the answer? Four policies enshrined in Section 3, Article 13 of the 1987 Constitution, which are not covered by Article 3 in the Labor Code on the Declaration of Basic Policy. And what are these? First is, All workers shall have the right to peaceful concerted activities, including the right to strike in accordance with law. So that's the first one. Okay, take note, ha? Huh? Again, the first one is all worker, workers shall have the right to peaceful concerted activities, including the right to strike in accordance of law. Okay, again, these are the four policies enshrined in Section 3, Article 13 of the 1987 Constitution. We can see it in our 1987 Constitution, but they are not, they are not covered under Article 3 of the Labor Code in their Declaration of Basic Policy. Okay, let's proceed to number two. They shall be entitled to a living wage. 
Okay, they should be entitled to a living wage. That's uh, number two. Number three, they shall participate in policy and decision-making processes affecting their rights and benefits as may be provided by law. That's number three. And number four, the state shall promote the principle of shared responsibility between workers and employers. Again, number four, the state shall promote the principle of shared responsibility between workers and employers. So there are four again. All workers shall have the right to peaceful concerted activities so they can have their uh, concerted activities. But it should be peaceful. Huh? Peaceful. That's the condition here. They shall be entitled to living wage. So nice will do. Okay, and they shall uh, participate in policy and decision making. Okay, and then number four, they shall promote the principle of shared responsibility between workers and employees. Okay, let's proceed to the last question. Spouses Biong and Linda wanted to sell their house. They found a prospective, prospective buyer, Ray. Linda negotiated with Ray for the sale of the property. They agreed on the fair price of 2 million pesos. Ray sent Linda a letter confirming his intention to buy the property. Later, another couple, Bemi and Elena, offered a similar house of a lower price of 1.5 million. Wow. Okay, 1.5 million. But Ray insisted on buying the house of Biong and Linda for a sentimental reason. Ray prepared a deed of sale. He prepared a deed of sale to be signed by the couple and a marriage's check of 2 million. After receiving the $2 million, Biong signed the deed of sale. However, Linda was not able to sign it. No. Because he was, she was abroad. In her return, she refused to sign the document. Uh, she changed her mind. Linda filed a suit of nullification of the deed of sale for, for moral and exemplary damages against Ray. Will the suit prosper? No. And does Ray have any cause of action against Byung and Linda? Can he also recover damages from, from the spouses? Okay, the answer is yes. Ray has a cause of action against Linda and Byung for the return of 2 million pesos he paid for the property. He may recover damages from the spouses if, uh, if it can be proven that they were paid, they, they were in bad faith. No, in backing out from the contract as this is an act contrary to morals and good customs under Article 19 and 21 of the Civil Code. The suit will also prosper because as we all know, there is a necessity for, for the spouse to actually ask consent from his partner before any sale could be considered valid. Alright? Let's have now our closing. <laughs> okay. So again, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Hopefully, we can upload another episode soon. And we are praying for all the partakers. Thank you so much. And don't forget to rate this podcast five star so that we can help more people with their bar exam preparations. Thank you and see you in the next episode. Thank you.